be talking about rest days. Rest days and training are really, really important. And a lot of us don't take heed in listening to our bodies and when we should stop. And I think as I've sat down and done these shows over the last 12 days and thought about what I've done over the last four weeks, I think that I am a sufferer of too much didn't give myself enough time to turn down and didn't notice some signs that I should switch to different things and get back into that cross-training series of things to do. Rest and recovery are so, so important after exercise. Um, According to one of the articles I have here, um, we know that rest is essential after exercise, but we still overtrain and feel guilty if we take a day off. The body does need the time downtime. It needs to repair and strengthen itself between workouts and it needs, and that continuous training can actually weaken the strongest of us. Rest days are critical for a variety of reasons, a lot of them physiologic, some of them psychologic. Um, Physical rest is necessary so that the muscles can repair, rebuild, and strengthen. Um, And psychologically, you just, you need that downtime. You can't just keep going, going, and going. We all need to just kind of pitch it away for a while and then go back to it or come at it with a different angle. Um, and that's where I feel I am. I bike, 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 bike so much and had those set goals for the summer. And I was switching to the winter, finding myself that, yeah, I can't do the biking, but I'm frustrated with the biking indoors. So I'm switching it up. I'm going to try spin class again. I'm going to try um, a Pilates class. I'm going to try um, possibly a Zumba class. And the one thing I've committed to for the winter is um, indoor climbing. A really good overall workout that I found, I found a group um, of people that I work with that there's like three or four of us that are committed to going weekly. Um, it's, it's toning, it's strengthening of our upper body as, long, as well as our core. A really good thing to look into if you're looking for something that's fun and not necessarily exercise, exercise is what we think of the mundane stuff to do. They talk about um, overtraining syndrome next in this article. And overtraining syndrome, according to them, is a syndrome frequently occurring in athletes who are training for competition or specific event and train beyond the body's ability to recover. The conditioning that we do requires a balance between overload and recovery, and too much overload and or too little recovery may result in both physical and psychological syndrome symptoms excuse me, of overtraining syndrome. These symptoms would be washed out, tired, drained, lack of energy feeling, mild soreness or general aches and pains, pains in muscles and or joints, a sudden drop in your performance, insomnia, headaches, decreased immunity. Um, Are you getting sick more often? Decrease in training capacity or intensity. You just can't get up to what you were doing. Moodiness or irritability, depression, loss of enthusiasm for the sport, decreased appetite, increased evidence of injuries, the compulsive need to exercise. Looking at if you know that you're overtraining, it's going back and looking at your training logs. Um, Is your intensity dropping? Um, Are you noticing more complaints when you um, get done? Um, I know a couple people at work who are having trouble with knees, and that's because they're running too much or biking too much, or they're sick a lot lately. Uh, they also go another way to test your recover. Excuse me. Another way to test recover is to use something called the orthostatic heart rate test. 
and you lay down and rest comfortably for 10 minutes, the same time each day, morning being the best. At the end of 10 minutes, you record your heart rate in beats per minute. Then you stand up. After 15 seconds, you take a second heart rate. After 90, you take a third. After 120, you take a fourth. Well-rested athletes will show a consistent heart rate between measurements. But the people that did this found that a marked increase, 10 beats or more, in the 122nd post-standing measurement of athletes on the verge of overtraining, um, that, that change may indicate that you have not recovered from a previous workout. You're fatigued or otherwise stressed, and it may be helpful to reduce training or rest another day perform, before performing another workout. So I found that um, interesting because I've never heard of, of that test in relation to being fatigued from exercise. Now, in my job, we do orthostatic um, blood pressure and heart rates all the time, but we're looking more at um, hydration factor or activity intolerance instead of looking at it as um, a marker of being overtrained or overworked. But I, I guess you can make parallels between them and, and use it to what you're doing with. Because you really, when you're making those position changes and you're giving your body those, um, what would it be, whatever the difference between 15 and 90 and 90 and 120 is, you're giving that body, you need to give it recovery time. But even after that basic recovery time, if your heart rate's still up, you may be pushing it too much. Um Going over the next step is how to treat overtraining syndrome. And again, it's rest and recover. You reduce or stop the exercise and allow yourself a few days of rest. You hydrate. Drink plenty of fluids. Alter your diet if necessary. Get a sports massage. Get those muscles limbered up and begin cross-training. Find something else that's going to help keep you in shape, but that's going to overall be a benefit to your body instead of using those same muscles over and over again. I think that the next question then that brings me to is how do you know um, when you should stop exercise on a, in a normal routine? And um, I think it's a hard line to go between fatigue and overtraining, but some of the things that you're looking for when you're in the middle of a workout are if you suddenly feel weak, you're dizzy, woozy, nauseous, you're cramping up, signs to stop, um, specific signs to stop, sharp pain, be it anywhere, be it you're having chest pain, be it you get a sharp um, pain in your knee or your foot or your side, your body's trying to tell you something. Stop or slow down, reassess, and go on from there. The next things that we need to talk about then are how long do you sit down and rest? And um, I think that all depends on how you are planning your exercise routine. Um, you should have a couple rest days in a week. If you're training for something specific, I would bear in mind that then you need to talk to somebody or look at something that um, goes over that specific training. Um, I found that when I looked up training plans after the fact, after I did my bike, my long bike ride, I did some things that were um, in line with what they were saying. Other things um, I didn't. Could I learn from them? Probably. We'll look at that as I train for this next year's 150 bike ride. Again, go look for, for help. 
you you don't need to be out there all alone. There are multiple sources out there to help you, be it online, in person. Uh, it's as easy as going to the Y or a neighborhood gym and talking with one of the trainers there. They're more than willing to help. Most often that help is relatively cheap. Um, depending on where you're going, it may be more expensive if you're at a fancier place. Looking online, looking at different things that are out there, and picking one plan. I, and I would say one plan. You can look at a majority of plans, but you need to focus in on one. I was talking with um, one of the personal trainers at the Y, and as she said, there are multiple plans out there, but don't start mixing and matching. There's a reason they have a plan together. You stick with one. At the end, if it's not working, you take a rest, you look at another plan, but you don't put two plans together because their focus is very different. So sticking with one plan and giving it a a fair amount of time to work. And most times I'm hearing people looking at their exercise uh, goals and when they reevaluate in increments of anywhere between 6 and 10 weeks. So kind of look at it for you and see where you fit within the rest of your lifestyle. Do you need to to reevaluate after 3 if it's something brand new and you really just can't go on and you're feeling those signs of fatigue? or you just don't feel like you're getting anywhere. If, if there are more physical symptoms going on, again, I strongly suggest if you hadn't seen a physician already to see a physician again. And even if it's a sports medicine person, if, especially if you're talking about a joint as in a hip or a knee or a foot, um, especially if you're doing something with your legs as in running or biking, if you're doing tennis or things like that and you're having problems with your shoulder or your wrist, elbow, you know, they can help too. They're, they're used to seeing these injuries. And unfortunately, um, we're seeing more younger people, and I'm talking younger as in early teens, um, coming in with much more significant sports-related um, injuries because we don't let them rest. We don't think about th- those rest periods. And I think the rest periods for kids are much more important than they are for adults. So those are some of my... Um, recommendations and things that I found on rest and fatigue. Um, Again, keeping yourself well hydrated, taking at least a day or so of rest um, in between long, um, extensive workouts. If if you're plodding along and doing a basic routine, you know, a couple days of rest in the week. They don't have to be back-to-back. They can be... um, interspersed every three or four days to take take a rest day, but making sure you're putting that rest time in there and looking at yourself and, and saying, how do I feel? And, and marking that down so that you can look back at it. To get a hold of me with any comments or concerns, you can get a hold of me at the BadgerCast line at 262-649-8550. You can email me at mwpjulie at gmail.com. Again, you can find me on Twitter and Facebook if you want to interact with me that way. Hope you're having a great day. Talk to you tomorrow.